Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, the wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still get in on the action at Bet Online. I've been thinking, where should I put my money with so many options from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props? Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online, and there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome to the Believe in Fins Talk podcast with TD. I am your host, Tony Dow. They asked me, do I believe in Fins Talk? I said, yeah. <laughs> believe in Fins Talk. The Dolphins on a mission and they about to embark. It's tour time, it's tour time. Ready to be on a grind. Miami Dolphins are in their prime, so we about to shine. Uh, believe in Fins Talk. Yeah. Believe in fans talk. TD on the mic trying to tell you what it is. Our team is on our rise. We gonna keep handling biz. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Believe in Fans Talk with TD. Oh my gosh, the Miami Dolphins continue to handle business. We just beat up on the Arizona Cardinals. Not only did we beat up on the Arizona Cardinals, but we did it on the road. Not only did we do it on the road, but our star young quarterback. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I said our star young quarterback, Tua Tungavaloa, proved that he is definitely the future of the Miami Dolphins. Oh man, we got so much to talk about. And I want to start out with the facts. The facts are that the Miami Dolphins are 5-3 and three right now. There are many people who say that the Dolphins wouldn't even win more than three games this season. Here we are only eight games into the season and the Dolphins already have five wins. We have another eight games to go, but lucky the Miami Dolphins, we're about to go through a easy stretch. You know, this is the NFL, nothing's easy. But there's going to be an easy stretch, what I like to call, because the combined wins of the next four teams – are seven wins. The next four teams only have a combined seven wins, ladies and gentlemen. And with that being said, the Miami Dolphins shouldn't have no problem taking care of business. If we are the team that we want to be, we have to take care of these four W's. That starts out with the Chargers, and that's going to be versus Herbert. Now, Tua Tungavaloa is going to get his opportunity to play versus um, Herbert. And a lot of people have been talking about how well Herbert has played. But what's the difference with Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray came out and had a phenomenal game, but at the end result was a loss because the Miami Dolphins have a well-rounded team. I'm kind of sick and tired of all these quarterbacks doing everything for their team. You know, they're the running back. They're the wide receiver. They're the quarterback. It's almost like teams are relying on the quarterback to be everything, and they don't have nothing around them to help them. Lucky for Tua Tagovailoa, he has all that he needs around him. He has a very good defense, who is one of the top in the league this year so far. He has a, now I'm not going to say a great running game, but it does give you enough to be productive. Not, not over the top, not like we're a top running team, but we move the chains in a lot of cases. And the offensive line is playing good football right now when you put all those things together and your quarterback isn't losing you to games that means you're winning 
And that's what the Miami Dolphins have right now. Get great chemistry. And above all, one thing we don't talk about enough is great coaching. Brian Flores has been leading the troops and has been doing a phenomenal job doing so. And, and, and not to mention, people don't realize that even this game versus Arizona, we went into it without five assistant coaches. And primarily, most of them were in the defense. But without five coaches, we went into this game without. Man, it just seems like we're, we're primed to do something special this year. I just cannot believe how well we're playing overall. We are 5-3, and three, and it's not like it's a walkover 5-3. and three. We've beaten the 49ers, we've beaten the Rams, and we've beaten the Arizona Cardinals. Those aren't pushovers, ladies and gentlemen. Those are tough W's to get, and we got all three of those. Now, will we be able to maintain this? Will we be able to keep up with the, the progress that we've been making? Only time will tell, but I am here to tell you that the Miami Dolphins have arrived. It is our time. It is our time to do something special. We are in the driver's seat to make the playoffs this year. Will we make it? Once again, time will tell, but you know what? We're in a great position to make a good run, and we're still in contention to win the division. The Buffalo Bills had an impressive win versus the Seattle Seahawks, but at the same token, we have to worry about taking care of our own business. We can't get caught up into, well, we hope Buffalo win and we hope to win. Well, we hope Buffalo lose and we hope to win. We can't get caught up in that. We just have to take care of our own business and continue to do so. And I personally believe everything will work out. It'll work out the right way where the Miami Dolphins will be at the top of the division. But again, time will tell. I'm excited about it. Listen. One of the things that I'm most excited about is the change in narrative from the media. They used to talk so bad about this organization. I mean, just less than a year ago, they said it was a shame what we were doing on the field. They said that we were tanking and it's it's actually disgraceful for the to the NFL. And then they realized at the end of the season when we started to put things together and we started winning games, they realized we weren't tanking. We were honestly just getting beat pretty bad, you know, with the new team learning how to play together. But we got better and better. And now all of a sudden they go from saying that we're disgraceful around the league to the Miami Dolphins are real contenders. That's all I'm hearing this week. That's all I'm hearing this week. The Miami Dolphins are legit. And Tua Tungavaloa is the missing piece that might bring them over the top to take them to the playoffs and potentially even do something special. Again, I don't know how far we're going to go, but what I will tell you is we're headed in the right direction. I love where we're headed. Few notes from the game that we played. Listen, I'm, I'm, I, I hope Preston Williams is okay from the latest prognosis. It seems like it's just a sprain, and he's day-to-day. We'll keep our eye on that situation. He was just starting to connect with Tua. You saw it in that game. He even caught the deep ball to the left side um, in almost what you would call double coverage. Um, so we're going to keep our eyes on that situation. We hope he's going to be back and ready to play at some point in the near future. But the Dolphins are preparing um, to play without him at this time until he's ready to go in full speed and nothing's wrong with that that's why i love the way our team is built 
you know, one guy goes down, we have another guy who can fill in, whether it's a receiver position, the linebacker position, the D-line. We also have depth. That's why I said this is the team. It's now. This is the team. Now, in regards to Tua Tonga Valoa, many may know I gave him a grade for this game versus Arizona. I gave him an A minus, which is spectacular, ladies and gentlemen. This kid showed up like no other. Oh my gosh! Like I had my doubts about Tua Tonga Valoa, but now I I, I kind of I'm kind of like shut up. <laughs> like I'm telling myself to just shut up. I mean, this kid was special. He was throwing the ball with great precision and accuracy. He was making timely decisions. He was making accurate decisions. I mean, it was a thing of beauty. I mean, he was 20 of 28 passing. Um, and he was also, he threw for about 248 yards and two touchdowns. But most importantly, once again, the biggest stat that's going to stand out for Tua, and I, can, I hope he continues to keep this stat this way, zero interceptions. Zero turnovers, whether it be an interception or a fumble. Sometimes when you're in these tough games in the NFL, like we were with the Arizona Cardinals, it all comes down to who protects the ball. The Arizona Cardinals lost this game by one possession, but they also turned the ball over one time on a strip sack fumble. That's what this league is about now. It's about not turning the ball over in the toughest games. When you have the confidence you're going to do what you do and the other team has the confidence that they're going to do what they're going to do, it all comes down to who makes the first mistake, who makes the first turnover. And sure enough, Arizona made that turnover, and I know they wish it was one they had back. Why? Because it also gave us seven points. It was a strip sack fumble back to the house for six. That's your game right there. But the, but that doesn't tell the real story of the game because this the, the, the Miami Dolphins, they just kept taking the lead. And Arizona would just answer with the replying touchdown. We take the lead again, then Arizona would answer. We just kept taking the lead and they kept answering until the point where you knew it was going to happen at some point. We had to punt the ball. And then they took the lead. And that's where it got nervous. That, that's where it, it started to feel very scary in the game. And that's when our young rookie showed who he really was. He took that ball and he took his team and marched them down the field and tied the ball game. The defense came out and made plays and we got the ball back and he took his team back down the field and made a field goal. And the Miami Dolphins went on to win the game after Arizona's kicker could not make a 49-yard field goal to send it into potential overtime, which I don't even think it would have went to overtime because even had they made that field goal, the Dolphins would have had over a minute and about 40 seconds left to do something. And, I, and if you watch the floor of that game, Anybody will tell you you would have full confidence the Miami Dolphins would be able to take it back down the field and at a very minimum put Jason Sanders in a position to kick a field goal. So we took control of that game once Tua scored the touchdown to take the lead. Um, and at that point, I felt real good that we would win the game. But, man, it also shows you how important kickers are. We got Jason Sanders in a late round, and I remember everyone was criticizing, why would you get a kicker in a late round? Nobody drafts a kicker. 
and the Dolphins were bold enough to do it. But it's amazing how Jason Sanders can and continues to prove why he was worth the draft pick. This kid is clutch. I mean, I don't even remember the last time he missed. I'm sure he missed, but I don't even remember the last time that happened. And that's a beautiful thing to have a kicker like that because there's so many teams around this league who live or die by their kicker, and a lot of times they've been dying lately. I mean, Arizona would have had a shot in that game had the kicker made the 49-yard field goal. We're not talking about wide right, wide left. We're talking about kicking it straight down the middle, line drive, and being short. I mean, everybody thought it went in. That's the crazy part. And he was short. You need a great kicker these days because kickers put up points and points win games as well. Um, Outside of defense, you know, because defense definitely wins games as well. This defense continues to pick up where we left off. Now, again, we gave up a lot of yards in this game. I thought some of the play calling on defense was, you know, um, a little suspect. You know, some people like to call it a hybrid zone. It's the best thing to run versus a mobile quarterback. I'm I'm at a point now where I totally disagree. You know, traditionally, a lot of people have said, you know, hybrid zones and things like that to contain the quarterback. But for the Miami Dolphins, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Every time we run any type of zone, it just doesn't work. So I don't want to hear containing a quarterback. Because if we ran a hybrid zone to contain Kyler Murray, then why did he get over 100 rushing yards? Why did he almost throw for 400 yards in the game? There was no containment. It's a waste. We do not execute a zone well. We need to stick with our strength. Man-to-man, bump and run, send pressure. It's that simple. That's what the Miami Dolphins needs to stick to. We cannot. These zones are almost like guaranteed plays for the opposing offense, and I'm honestly tired of it. So hopefully um, our coaching staff goes back to the drawing board and realize that so that we can stop giving up so many yards every game. Some people like to call it bend but don't break. How about don't bend and don't break? You know, there's such a cliche, you know, bend but don't break. How about don't bend and don't break? Have you have we ever tried that? And I prefer that instead of that whole that that notion of bend but don't break. But listen, the Dolphins are poised to do something special this year. But we got games ahead of us that seem like they're easier because the opponents aren't as hard. You know, the Chargers, the Jets. You know, we have these type of the Bengals. These are the games that we have coming up. But listen, none of these games are cakewalks like everybody thinks. These teams have been competing. Unfortunately, they've been on the losing end of the stick. Like the Chargers this week. This game is going to be tough. The Chargers average, like their average loss is less than three points. Every week almost, even though they lose games, they're within a score. And this is a prime example of a game where you can't turn the ball over. You cannot turn the ball over. If you turn the ball over, you put yourself at risk of losing the game. Justin Herbert has played phenomenal football this year. 
I'm not going to put him up against Tua to say who's going to play the better football in this game because it doesn't matter. What matters is what team is going to play the better football. And I, 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 for one, know that the Miami Dolphins have a better team than the Chargers, and we just need to go out and prove that. It's being really clear, though, the signs of what we're going to need next year, whether it be free agency or the draft. We all know that we're going to be in search of a premier running back, whether that be in the draft, which there are some very nice players coming out early. And with all the assets that we have, we can get anyone we want. Not only at the running back position, but I'm pretty confident that they're going to double back and look at the nose tackle position. Someone in the middle, even though we have young guys and we have guys now, I think the Miami Dolphins want to make sure they maintain depth in these areas. Also, I look forward to us actually going after another premier receiver. Although we love Devontae Parker and Preston Williams, this is another situation where you can never have enough. You want to have as many guys that are capable and explosive on the field as you possibly can. And I love the way we set our books up in our financial situation because we can draft people. We can get them in free agency. We're going to have some cap space. But I love the draft picks that we have because you don't have to pay these young guys for four or five years much money at all. Like, look at Tua Tagovailoa. If he maintains this level of performance, he's just like any uh, any of the rest of these top quarterbacks in the league. He could be valued at about 45 to $50 million when it's his time to get his money. But right now, we're only going to have to spend $8 million per year for him. That's what his rookie contract dictates. And I love that situation. I just hope that the Miami Dolphins play the game safe and rotate players in and out the right way. And what do I mean by that? It's honestly, and don't, don't, don't kill me for saying this, but it's, it's just like the, the Patriot way. You know, you can, like, like we just drafted Austin Jackson and he's phenomenal. And we're only paying him, you know, a few million dollars a year, right? So if he, like, so say he's getting $6 million a year for the next four years. In three years, we should be drafting his replacement and letting him play behind him for one year just to make sure he's as good or even better. And if the replacement is as good or even better, you allow Austin Jackson to walk in free agency because the $6 million he's making now is going to turn into $20 million, $25 maybe in four years from now. And then you go get you another left tackle that you're only paying about $6 million a year. So you keep that rotation so you can always afford great talent on your roster. You have to understand you can't pay everyone. A lot of people get mad whenever we when I talk about this um, scenario because we can't, everybody lives under this concept. We can't keep trading all our great players. Well, let me ask you this. So if Austin Jackson ends up being a pro bowler, Solomon Kinley ends up being a pro bowler, Tua Tagovailoa ends up being a pro bowler, you already got Devontae Parker and Xavier Howard, pro bowl type guys, Byron Jones, highly paid. You know, you know we could keep adding on. But what happens when you have a $200 million salary cap and four years from now, say Tua takes up 50 of that? And then Austin Jackson takes up 25. That's 75. Byron Jones and Xavier Howard combine for about 30. That's 105. 
Solomon Kinley gets another 15 because he's elite. That's 120. Do you see where I'm going with this? Eric Rowe and Bobby McCain looking like two two of the best um, safeties in the league. Their new contracts potentially. What if both of them are making 15 a year? That's 30 combined. Now we're close to 150 million with about eight players, but you only have 50 million dollars left to pay another 43. That means the other 43 average about 1.2 million dollars a year. What kind of roster can you put around those guys if everybody averages $1.2 million a year? You're going to have the worst right tackle, the worst center, the worst guards. You're going to have terrible talent across the board, terrible linebackers. You can't afford a three, four, or $5 million linebacker. You can't afford anything. You can't even afford a Jakeem Grant for a few million. That's why we can't get all comfortable with the circumstance of, oh, we got to keep all our great talent. That is a, it's, it's not true, ladies and gentlemen. You have to be able to continue to draft and develop new fresh talent and rotate them in and out. You rotate them in and out. And I hope that our, our, our front office understands that logic because in the next two years, we're going to start to um, see if we're doing that. I think we might have already started it. Like when we go get a guy, when we get guys like um, Benito Jones, when you get guys um, at the nose tackle position because Devon Gotchow probably won't be a Dolphin next year. You're already bringing in a replacement. When you bring in a guy like Noah Igbenogamy, you want him potentially in a nickel and to be the backup um, outside corner. You never know. That might be for, you know, a replacement for one of these corners one day. We don't know. But what I am saying to you is you got to keep bringing in talent, even if you're great at the position and developing it to take over one day. So you're never in trouble with salary cap, with big contracts. You want to save as much money as you can for your quarterback because the prices are going to keep going up. They're going to keep going up. So that's my take on that, ladies and gentlemen. We need to make sure that we're running the organization the right way and not just signing people on crazy big contracts just because they went to a Pro Bowl or they're talented. Ladies and gentlemen, the wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still get in on the action at Bet Online. I've been thinking, where should I put my money with so many options from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props? Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online, and there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Now I have a little confession. My confession is simple. I'm nervous. I'm nervous about the future of the Miami Dolphins, the, the, the immediate future this year. I know we're winning games. We're five and three. I just realized after while I was watching the game and when the game was over, I realized, I realized that deep down inside, I had lost a little bit of excitement. And I thought it was the weirdest thing ever. Now, I know some of y'all may be thinking right now as you hear this, what is, what is he talking about? Hear me out here. 
we had came back and we beat Kyler Murray and we won a huge game to go up five and three that makes you feel great about going to the playoffs and doing something special. We all should have been hooping and hollering and going crazy about it. But there was something in me that it was like a revelation. I couldn't get as excited as I feel like I should have. And I realized that I was suffering from the last 20 years. And if you're a real Dolphin fan, you might feel me right now on what I'm saying. We've had many times where we've won games like this. We've had big moments in season. We've started seasons four and two, five and three, four, five and two. And this, at some point, it all just fell apart on us. And it's it's the worst feeling ever. And, and I realized that my heart can't take it anymore. My heart cannot take losing anymore. And it's hard because I look at this team and I say this is the best team that we've probably had in the last 20 years. But my heart can't take the roller coaster anymore. It's, it's almost like I have a condition now that can only be fixed by literally hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. And not, not hoisting it in the near future. It's almost like I need it now. If I'm going to be saved, I need it now. And it's kind of unfair to ask this team to go out and win a Super Bowl right now. But, it, but we've gotten so deep and far to the point of disappointment with the franchise that we need something special in our life to really bring us back 1,000% to recover from all of the pain, agony, and hurt over the last 20 years. And I know that may sound weird to some people, and, and maybe some people aren't as deeply invested as I've been, but it just feels like I've given so much over the last 20 years as a fan and hadn't gotten much at all back in return. So when you see moments like this where we're 5-3 and three and we're actually beating some good teams, it's a beautiful thing, but at the same token, we've been here before. Can we finally get over the hump? It's like every week we're going to be like, can we get over? Yeah, we got over, but can we keep getting over? And, we, and, and, we, and I just want to get back to the place where every win is so exciting because I know where we're headed. But maybe not until the regular season is over and we've made the playoffs will I finally be able to relax and my nerves can relax and we can finally move forward and solidify the fact that the Miami Dolphins are back. So <laughs> y'all pray for me <laughs> because that's how I feel. It's, it's a weird feeling. And, and trust me, I love my team. I love my team, and, and it's a shock to me that I feel the way that I feel. But I also understand why now, because we've been through a lot. If you've loved your team the way I've loved my team, you know what I'm talking about right now. You know exactly what I'm talking about. But like I said earlier, it's a beautiful day for us because for the first time in a long time, we finally have the media on our side. 
the media talking about the Miami Dolphins raving about them, Tua Tagovailoa, the defense. I've never heard this much conversation about the Miami Dolphins, and I don't even know how long. And even when we've done well, they've called us a fluke. But we have a brand new energy and the media is sucking it up and they're rolling with it. And I love it. Finally, our team's getting some love, getting respected a little bit. And they still don't respect us fully. But finally giving us a little bit of respect. We got to keep coming out on that field, opening up the playbook for Tua and allowing him to get better and better and be more and more productive so that we can maintain this level of respect because we need to show people that we're a threat. We need to play so well in the next four weeks and come together that when we play the Chiefs, they know that we're a threat. And when we beat the Chiefs, they know that we're Super Bowl contenders. Yes, I said we beat the Chiefs. Now, that's not a guarantee, but I'm, I'm calling it. If we handle business the next four weeks, I feel good about going playing the Chiefs. Now, all those who say, oh, now he's being delusional. You, you told me that about Arizona. You told me that about the Rams. So when am I supposed to believe you that I'm being delusional? You told me, you told me, I don't know what I'm talking about if I think that D-Hop can be shut down. But he was shut down. So at the end of the day, I, I'm, I'm feeling very confident in my team. I just need them to lock it in. Because I know we're capable of it. We need to finish this season off strong. We need 10 or 11 games to end it up. And I believe we're going to do that. The Dolphins will end the season at a minimum 10 and 6. And we will make the playoffs. Do you believe? Do you believe? Do you believe? Believe in fans talk, the Dolphins on a mission and they about to embark. It's Tua time, it's Tua time, ready to be on the grind. Miami Dolphins are in their prime, so we about to shine. Uh, believe in fans talk, yeah, believe in fans talk. TD on the mic, trying to tell you what it is. Our team is on the rise, we gon' keep handling biz. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.